Hey, yo. Welcome back. It's your boy, Carcino, man. Let's get into it once again as we try to revamp and fix all the things that have happened. And you would not believe all the stuff that's been going on. I have been like cyber hacked by some of the best and worst <laughs> I could not get you the videos the way I wanted to. They've been screwing with the sound. It's been all kind of craziness. I don't know how they get this stuff done. But wow. Right? Wow. <laughs> they wildin', Joe. But we still here. <laughs> so... They can try harder, but they ain't smarter. Listen, why are they trying to deny the general public what people want to see? People want to see the videos. That's why they're here. They clicked on the video because it's what they want to watch. Let them watch. Like, let, like this, you know, you guys probably don't remember. Let them eat cake. Uh, if you do, then you know why I said it like that. All right. Anyway, we all remember I showed you the video, and you guys have probably seen it, when Jermaine Dupree went on the radio station and blamed Ebro Darton. He's like, Ebro, he jumped down my throat, man. Ebro said all these things about me and talking about I was a sucker. I played myself. When I did the, you know, I'm a sucker now. You know, he was more hurt that Ebros went on radio and said these things about him without knowing what was going on. So the general public didn't know. We knew because he did it on the air. We didn't know how Jermaine Dupree felt until he went on the radio station and changed that narrative by going out there and saying these things and we saw how Ebro was so embracing of Jay-Z but Jermaine Dupree said I it was basically the same deal on the table for me and it was World War 3 on me and the same people that's praising Jay-Z for taking the deal was trashing him He was called the Super Bowl sellout. And Ebro helped spread that across the entire platform by being on Hot 97. It was like pouring gas on a fire that was already out there. So people thought, all right, this is a great way to do it. Let's go. And now since all of these things have went and transpired nobody's even you know came to apologize in Hollywood nobody apologized for nothing if they do it it's all off the scene but what you said still spewed and still is out there you know what I'm saying so Ebro came to explain his side of the story let's listen to Ebro Look, I wasn't a part of any of those combos, so I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that to those guys. 
I saw a clip also of Jermaine talking about when I said it was trash that people were performing for the NFL's halftime. And I was like, Jermaine, that's, that's some sucker-ish. And Jermaine and I actually spoke. My biggest problem with what everyone was doing during the Super Bowl in Atlanta is it was just during the Super Bowl in Atlanta. And it was just to be performing. That was it. That was my biggest problem. It wasn't a part of a bigger plan. There wasn't a bigger long-term play. That was my biggest problem, is they're using y'all to just quell things in this particular moment, but not over the extended, there's no extended life to the plan. The reason I've always given Jay-Z in this moment a wait and see is because I believe that there may be an extended plan. That's it. This could go completely left. We could be completely disappointed in Hove. But I would point to his track record and say, so far, we haven't been completely disappointed in Hove, specifically in the last 36 months where he's done a lot of work with regard to reform and justice and putting money into action. He's done a lot of that. A lot of that. So while everybody clamors around and spins around in an emotional circus, we've always on this program been saying, Hove has heard a wait and see. At the very least, a wait and see. I just, I, I'm amused watching the whole thing. I mean, like, I think it's nice that Flex is uh, interested. It's weird that this is the moment where he said he can now see what they've been saying. Like, I didn't get that from Jermaine's thing. It's just interesting that that was the catalyst. Because I don't... I didn't see it so he's calling Jermaine a liar and saying he's feeling that pressure. I don't believe Jermaine's feeling pressure. I don't. How you know? I just don't believe that. I just maybe it is. It's just not enough that it would compel me in well, this case. Well, if Flex, that's because we didn't have the conversation. If Flex actually had this conversation with Jermaine, which we don't know. That's true. If he actually did have this different. conversation and Jermaine actually did tell him something and I'm saying something else, then right, then Flex may have heard yeah. the change. I just like I feel to a certain degree. One thing I'm frustrated about is we literally are now all acting as if the problems of America are completely represented by the National Football League. And while well, Kaepernick's kneeling was a big deal, or is a big deal, it, it wasn't. And that's what was again. Now. Here's where Rosenberg's going. He was Before y'all come here, hold on, man. Before y'all get into all of this, all of it is always taken out of context. Is what Rosenberg is pointing out. Cap was never beefing with the NFL right. until he couldn't get a job. This wasn't about the NFL. But now right. all we care about is the NFL. And guess who made it about right. the NFL? Who made it about the flag? Who made Donald it? Donald J. Trump. So. Now, that's a little bit of echoing what I was saying. Now, everyone has their own opinions. Everyone has their own thoughts. But the situation has always played out the way they played out. Ebro have bigger relationships with Jay-Z and Rock Nation at Hot 9-7. It goes above his head. He was the former director of music in New York City. Ebro knows the power Jay-Z have in the music industry. Especially Hot 9-7. For hip-hop, Hot 9-7 is Jay-Z's house. He did Power 105 because of Funk Flex. He wouldn't come on Hot 9-7 anymore. I'm quite sure you guys remember that. Then there was an altercation in which your boy Hove H to the Izzo had it where Hot 9-7 was showing their favoritism towards him during the Nas situation that caused Nas to lash out. 
Now, this is like eight, what, almost 18 years ago. Do you think Jay-Z's power grown or dissipated within the 18 years? No, it has grown. And because Jay-Z power has grown within the 18 years at Hot 9-7, and he still has some influence over there at Power 105. With all this new talent that's coming out and the things that they're doing, they're allowed, they're, they are in a position to apply a lot of pressure to people to get them to do certain things. And now the facts of the matter have changed to where people now are formulating their own opinions in different type of situations. Other people have been chiming in with what they want. And this is the first time in history anyone can remember Jay-Z's not being looked at in a favorable position since Ether. Since Ether. And what he did in that situation and what he's doing in this situation seems very similar. Behind the scenes catty things. Now, Jermaine Dupree has never been the type of individual that has been rude, that has been disingenuous. He's always been a hundred with people. So him and Jay, you know, he gave Jay his first real hit song on the airwaves. Do you guys really didn't know that? Ain't No Nigga was a good hip-hop song that was on hip-hop radio. But it was never, ever bigger and had a music video and everything then money ain't a thing money ain't a thing got jay-z a hip-hop quotable in the source money ain't a thing got jay-z on the map as a pop artist that was jermaine dupree's lead single and pop song money ain't a thing and when that came out, people looked at Jay-Z in a whole different light. This was before volume two. Jay-Z was known on the pop charts now. And it was played in all the clubs everywhere. So Jermaine Dupri and Jay-Z have a very special relationship. And I just want that to be known to the general public and the younger people younger generation who might not know. So the fact that they spoke to each other on the phone, it's not surprising to me. Now, the gist of the situation is this. If you feel in your heart of hearts that Jermaine Dupri is being disingenuous in this situation, then by all means, you could feel that way. But in my opinion, I think that a pr pressure was applied <laughs> and decisions were rendered. And as for Ebro, 
I understand what Ebro was saying when he went to clarify it and what he's saying he felt that they people were just talking about a concert and he felt with Jay just by the way Jay has done things in the past it's more than just a concert so I understand what Ebro's trying to say too Ebro's trying to say look JD you ain't known for doing nothing like that you known for a party and a good time Jay-Z's known for you know, for the past six years, Jay-Z's been putting his face around every event that has been tragic. You know, Columbine, he was there for Columbine, dropping a check, Twin Towers, and Jay's the type to let you know what he's done. He wants you to know he's done it. You know, so, of course, when they see him, they say, oh, well, this is a bad thing. Jay gonna come over and help. Jay-Z need to get over there and help those people. So we know why he why he's doing it. <laughs> so we're assuming that this is a a play for a position for him, but everybody else who knows Jay Z, you know, we automatically assume it's for the bag. You know, the guy's about the bag, and for Jay to be looked at in this light is different from how this wasn't supposed to go this way. But anyway, if you guys uh, like the video, please uh, donate to the to the uh, Cash App. The name is Carcino on the Cash App. You guys can hit me up on Cash App. Boom. Donate to the page. Show love. Show appreciation. We thank you. Or you could click the link in the description box and hit up the stream lab where you can leave us an elaborate message. Tell us what you think. Leave a number if you want to have uh, conversations. We all game. Deuces. The attack of the Stevens. That's right. Steven Jackson and Stephen A. Smith arguing about what? Dumb it. Now, let's get to it. <sighs> Kyrie Irving made a statement, right, about how he felt social justice uh, needs to be at the forefront and urge players not to play. Well, on first take, Stephen A. started going through a tantrum and praising LeBron, thinking this is a strike at LeBron. And he goes out with his LeBron James pom-poms on and starts going all off, talking about Kyrie. Don't, you know, he likes Kyrie, but he's wrong on this. And coming at him, talking about how wrong he is. Kyrie Irving, how dare you? You wrong, brother. LeBron James has done this and that and this and that. LeBron, 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 LeBron. So, to come to, you know, Kyrie Irving's defense, is someone who was on the outside looking in, who was on these calls and is in contact with most of these NBA players. And Kyrie is one of those players that Steven Jackson, you know, is speaking on. Because he's saying now ain't the time to be playing basketball. 
So when he heard Stephen A. Smith say that after he had him on the show of all the smoke, this is what Stephen had to say, Stephen Jackson, that is, about the comments by Stephen A. Smith. Hey, what's up, world? Stephen A. Smith. I was checking you out, my brother. I see what you just said, but let me give you a little game. One, you can't tell a man what to fight for. Two, us as blacks, we never had this moment. And I've heard that from people that's been fighting for us to be equal for 50 plus years. I've heard our day mouth say we've never had this moment. So why not take advantage of it? Maybe Kyrie understands this moment. That's a very good point. Mary, maybe Kyrie Irving understand this moment. I've never seen nothing like this. So if, if I've never seen it and people who's older than me saying they've never seen it, maybe there's something to it. But let's wait. We've never had this moment. So we got to take advantage of it. There's no way a game is more important than police killing us. Yeah, it's been going on a long time, Stephen A. Yeah, it's been going on a long time. But how long are we going to continue to let it go on? How long are we going to be comfortable with just existing? I know it's higher-ups that's talking. A black man shouldn't be saying that. And when he said that, old Stephen A. Smith... He was like Hulk Hogan coming out of his shirt. A black man shouldn't say that. He was at home. The show was over. Stephen A. Smith came out at home after doing the dog on first take. He couldn't wait to get back to talk to address that situation there. Oh, he was living. Because Stephen Jackson wasn't done. Steven Jackson wasn't done. Oh, no, no, no. Cam Jack said, you know what? I could do you one even better. Free game for y'all. None of y'all know this. And I'm going to tell y'all what a lot of people going to say. My career ended, I was pushed away a lot by me doing the video on the song about Donna Sterling with Scarface. Y'all go look at it on YouTube. It's called America the Beautiful. I just got cut by the Clippers right before all this came out. Y'all can ask CP3, y'all can ask Matt Barnes. I just got cut by the Clippers right before it came out. I did a video on the song about it with Scarface. Talking about it, is this a quarter or this a cotton field? You know what I'm saying? Y'all go check the song out. And I never played in the NBA since. So don't ask me what I'll do. Don't ask me what I'll do. I'm doing it. Yeah, front line. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Now, with that being said,
Stephen Jackson, I mean, Stephen A. Smith was still livid about that comment that was made to him. He didn't even hear that. He was hot. And this is what old hot Stephen A. Smith had to say. Because he was livid. Brother, nothing but love for you. Let me say that out off the bat. You know I got love for you. We go back a long ways. And we gonna continue to go back a long ways. My brother, mad love and respect to you. And my heart goes out to you. And all the loved ones for George Floyd for what happened to him. I know that hits home for you. It hit home for a lot of us. But for you, in special ways without question. Having said all of that, you told me you was going to hit me to the game. Let me hit you to some game. I disagree with Kyrie. I ain't changing one bit. And please don't tell me what a black man should say because a black man should speak his mind, particularly with intelligence and knowledge. If he hasn't, you have it. I believe I have some of it. I believe in this instance, even though Kyrie Irving is a knowledgeable and good brother in this instance, I don't think he displayed his knowledge about this. You know about the force majeure provision in the collective bargaining agreement for the NBA. You know that if the NBA season gets canceled, they could reopen talks and ultimately players are going to lose billions. You know about the tens of uh, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of jobs across the NBA landscape that's going to be lost if an NBA season doesn't resume. You know what kind of catastrophic effect that could potentially have on the economy. Now, I understand we're going to look at it and we're going to say desperate times call for desperate measures. Somehow, some way, this got to change. I agree with you. But what is that change? Because guess what? I heard it from you, Stephen Jackson, watching you on CNN, talking about legislation on Capitol Hill, talking about how you didn't want to go see the president, talking about you ain't trying to be no photo op, that you want to raise awareness like LeBron and so many others are doing, and then hand that baton to somebody who knows what to do with it. That's what I'm talking about. I mentioned that when I talked on first take this morning about how, how about raising awareness and then reaching out to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, who's already put in that groundwork with consent degrees that they negotiated with the city of Newark and Baltimore and Ferguson, Missouri and beyond to make sure that the Justice Department had negotiated a deal in concert with police departments to hold police officers accountable. I'm the person that went on the air and called for federal legislation that it be designated a federal hate crime for a police officer to shoot and kill an all black man. How about addressing the issue of dudes that are incarcerated and then get out for nonviolent crimes? How about expunging their records instead of holding it against them when they apply for a job and keeping it on their application? All of these things are relevant, my brother. You alluded to some of it on CNN. You know how I feel about your brother, Matt Barnes. I didn't hear that from Kyrie. All Kyrie said was systemic racism. I ain't down for it. I ain't playing. That's not good enough. You got to have a plan when you planning on not showing up to work to do your job. And it can't be just racial oppression vaguely. You got to be specific, bro. I stand by what I said. I'm in every word I said. I'm not backing up, bro. You know me better than that. But I appreciate you. I appreciate the love and respect that you always show. All I would ask is you do the same for me. Don't ever assume that higher-ups are talking. Not out of my mouth, dog. I talk for me. Ain't nobody putting this in my mouth. And in terms of what a black man should say, this black man is preaching about the importance of having a game plan and executing that bad boy. Not just whistling into the wind about what we don't like. I'm not saying you're doing that. 
I'm not saying the protesters are out there doing that. I'm saying Kyrie did it with just that blanket statement as to why he did not want to play. I stand by what I said. You know I ain't budging. But I love you, bro. Keep on keeping on. We're wholesome. And there it was. The response. Now, listening to Stephen A., he made a lot of great points. He made a lot of great points the second time he uh, made a statement. But that's it's more to it than that. It's more layered. See, the reason why Kyrie didn't put that many words out, because Kyrie figured you already know what he's talking about. Now, Stephen A. came, I mean, uh, Captain Jack, Stephen Jackson came back with another one. This is why I say common sense ain't common no more. So when they was killing Kaepernick, these same people now that y'all listening to, they're saying they, that they shouldn't do this and they shouldn't do that, was killing Kaepernick, right? Killing him. All the same people that's talking right now was killing him. And they turned out to be all wrong, all looking like fools. And all y'all talking about, yeah, man, they shouldn't have done any covering. They, man, they got up, they apologized to Kaepernick. And y'all listening to him again in this situation? This is why I say common sense ain't common, bro. It's right here in y'all face. Don't smoke, don't fall for the smoke screen, bro. These same motherfuckers that was bashing Kaepernick, killing Kaepernick, are apologizing to him now. Are saying he need to do this now. And so, are, are saying that they was wrong about how they looked at it. What's so different about this, bro? But y'all gonna listen to him now? I ain't the smartest person in the world, but I got common sense. Y'all need to take my class. Hey. Woo! <laughs> Cam Jack ain't playing with him. Cam Jack ain't playing with him at all. So... Say, like he said, this time is showing me what blacks don't care about blacks. Now I see why we never had change. You want to be black until it's time to be black. The truth hurts. You see, when people start talking like that, it's because. They figure, like, look, I can go all in. But Captain Jack on the front lines because it's on his front steps. You know, this is somebody that's close to him. She might be his half-brother. They look just alike. So, that situation is entirely different than what everybody else's situation is. That situation is already basically what they say the cake been baked. Cake been baked on that one, baby. Cake been baked. Cake been baked, baby. Cake been baked. So, you got to ride. You know, that's, that's family. So, you going to be on the front line. But it's the same reason why brothers didn't get together and run out there 
for Donald Sterling. When Donald Sterling's situation happened, and you put out that statement, oh, Adam Silver wasn't thinking about you when they blackballed you out the league. You didn't open your mouth and go public about that at all. You stayed quiet. Cam Jack stayed quiet. Because he knew that wasn't the time. But why was it the time this time? Hmm? I'm always going to stand with the brothers, but I'm also smart. I also know there's a lot of people engineering for this that ain't us, that's pushing it. I also know I see police officers helping the situation. Helping the looters. They vandalizing vehicles. Handing out bricks. Were we supposed to ignore that too? Like, why are we ignoring this? Why are we ignoring that? Hmm? Those are telltale signs that there are there's a problem somewhere in the pipeline. And we got to get to the end of the pipeline and find out what the problem is. So when everybody's marching and doing all this movement, you know, getting the right people in the office to vote for, getting all these procedures and laws changed, take strategy it take years of planning electing certain people in power you know those are the details those are the things that matter i told y'all before that's how the skittles crew got over and they got all these rights and laws, and y'all thought it happened overnight. No, because they had the right people in office. Y'all voted and got a, Obama in office and thought that was the only election y'all had to vote for. We got Obama in there. He didn't do nothing for the black. I hear that all the time. He didn't move for the, for the gays, and he did for the blacks. If he don't have the House and the Senate both against him, because you guys did not go out and vote. How can you blame him for not getting things done? They killed all his programs. They destroyed the programs. Vetoed him, tore him down. So the last four years in, that he was setting up in office, all these things that he was going to do, bring recreational, all this money back to the city of Chicago, all these things that he had on the table to get done that was going to cost them money that the Republicans did not like that and none of the conservatives, they vetoed it out because they took over the House and the Senate. That's how you control the president. You guys didn't go out and do your parts and vote. 
because you don't know how the system even works. So for four years, Obama just sat there, basically a hostage. Signing bills, he don't even want to sign, but got to because they don't have the House or the Senate. But they love to tell you, oh, Obama signed a bill that gave, that gave the power to the cops. Y'all pushed it on him. He had no choice but to sign it. What do you want to do, resign? So, I know better than to blame him. He became powerless in that situation. And meanwhile, you and him having this dialogue back and forth, for what? It don't mean anything. The NBA commissioner came out and basically said, we're going to have the league back and we're going for it. And they said by the 31st, Things are going to kick off, and players went haywire. So it ain't Captain Jack ain't playing in the league. Kyrie was already hurt, so he already wasn't playing. There are other players other than Kyrie Irving that have some reservations about playing. And even though Steven Jackson is talking some very valuable things, I don't think he stated all the motives of what they really want to do and why the, re the reason, real reason is he don't want them playing. He's hinting around to it, but I already know what that is. So the, the message is lost, and that's why LeBron's like, I don't get it because we could play and still bring awareness to it. Now he wants them to lose money. He wants that money lost. So they can conform and join and do something and stand with Black Lives Matter and some support or what have you. Like, look, let's not make them no revenue till we get these laws passed. And, you know, it's, it's, it's easier to say, but there's a whole voting process in Congress and you have to get these things done legally, the right way. So... For us, when we're intimidating somebody, we're trying to take over. They've been doing it for years. They're just being assertive. So we, we understand what all of this politics and trickery with words come from. So from that point, nobody's really too much concerned. So both of y'all made points. Both of y'all to a degree, I understand what y'all saying, but we got to get back to the realization of what's going to transpire. Do you want to like not try and just cancel the whole thing? Or are you going to move forward? 
You know, that's not even Steven Jackson's decision to make. To be honest, he's out the loop. So, at this point, the NBA will use him only like journalistic purposes only. And he was doing good for himself. Then this accident happened, or this incident happened, rather, and it's derailed all that and took all the attention away from, you know, him actually having a very stellar year doing uh, his commentary. Yeah, well, it is what it is, bro, man. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here, man. Don't forget to support the page. Hit up the Cash App. I hope you guys have hit the Like button. I got to tell y'all that all the time. Uh, you can hit the Subscribe button. Hit the Notification Bell. Select all. And I'm out. tell you today tried to gather as much information about it as possible and this is the information that has come across my way Ezekiel Elliott is reported to have tested positive for the COVID-19 but what Ezekiel Elliott is mostly concerned about is the fact of how this information came about. This didn't come about in the format it should have. It came back in a format in a way that didn't seem or sit with the majority of us as legal. And he even tweeted it out, HIPAA. You know, the HIPAA law is supposed to protect athletes from or just people period of having their information of health concerns private unless the person wants to reveal it but according to the HIPAA law that's supposed to go with uh, medical personnel and I believe police officers if I'm not mistaken so I don't know if it pertains here to athletes or the NFL, I don't know their policy off my top of my head. But he believes he should be protected by the HIPAA law. Because it was mostly singled out. Well, he was, because he probably was the biggest name that tested. Now, we come to find out there's some Houston Texans players also tested positive. But their name is being withheld from the public. Now, these type of alarms have the whole industry up in arms as far as what is the future going to hold for next season? Because everybody's geared up and ready to go 
to get this season underway. And this would be a detraction and a setback if this case was to stall or fall, fall short right at the goal line. Football analogy. Now, training camp starts in another month. How are you going to conduct training camps in another month? It's going to be very difficult. They're trying to eliminate huddles, which is ridiculous. Because how are you going to get plays across if you're not huddling? This whole theme and, and the whole seams of it is rather retarded in some points. But then again, you what else could you do? You've got to have some type of economy going on. Can't have a bunch of people out of work. Okay, people got to start living at some point. So, when you see seeing all these things transpire, also you know that you need to You need to understand that this is billions of dollars. It's not just about lives. And that's how other people are going to look at it. They're going to say, we're going to lose a couple of apples out of the basket. You know, but we got to protect the basket. You know, the apples that's in the basket. We don't, we're not going to risk losing all the apples in the basket to go back and save some that dropped out. We got to keep moving. Now, at no time was it mentioned about Black Lives Matter or anything like that. The concern was strictly about the major concern that they're facing, which was the COVID-19. That people seem to have omitted and like forgotten about during this whole, you know, pandemic and movement and moving around. What is the next step? Well, it's quite clear. The next step is come to some type of ground where they can do the best they can. You know, you can't shut down the entire league because three people got it. It's just... If you do that, then you're not going to come back. Taking a year off or a season off would not only destroy your league, it destroys the economy to the point where it will never recover. Because now the fear is there forever. Forever. And there's nothing anybody could do to take that fear away. Now, how would this affect other sports? Seeing other athletes and what they're getting in. It's bringing conversation up. 
because you're looking at this bubble thing that they're talking about and how dangerous that is. It's more dangerous if you have like a wolf in the hen house and you lock the wolf inside of the hen house. You know, so. That's that. If you lock the wolf inside of the hen house, then can't nobody else leave. You know, that's a that's a weird feeling for people. So the NBA is going to have these conversations, even though they announced they're starting. They got to have these conversations with people. Like, look, we got to have some type of economy coming in. This isn't about us. It's about the girl that works at the hot dog stand who won't even be getting, you know, you know, they got to pay them. Some of the owners got to pay these employees that work there. So they want to get some revenue back going so they can get people back to work. That's what it's supposed to be about. Getting people back to work. Can we get there? That's the question. Can we get there? Well, Major League Baseball, for some reason, is thinking about canceling and shutting down the whole season and just coming back next year, mainly because they never got their career. I mean, their season started. You know, they were ready to go, and they just said, let's just shut the season down and come back next year. They never got rolling. So, for them, they've lost so much that for them to come back, you know, they would have, what, three, four months. It's, it's hard to do it with baseball because baseball is played outdoors. And it's going to get cold. And what you want to do is finish before things get cold. It's a summer game. It's supposed to be played in the summertime. For Major League Baseball, they can't just play in Phoenix all day. Guys will pass out. It's... You've lost the season. It's kind of difficult, but I think they've lost the season. Then, you know, due to this, let's say 
the NFL do come back. Some of the things that's been, you know, talked about was guys have to cover their mouth. You know, how are they going to wear masks and play football? You can't. So now they're trying to do something where they could, you know, put some type of screen in front of the helmet or whatever. It's all of these things got to be redone. We've never faced anything like this. So people are doing the very best that they can. Now let's talk John Madden 21. John Madden 21. Today was the trailer release for John Madden 21. And you see they got Action Jackson on the cover. And by the looks of it, looks like the same as Madden 20. <laughs> um, no new features, just new characters, same play style ability, and if you got 20, all you got to do is basically update your roster and you're good to go, which I will be doing. So, why, why do I need to go out and grab You know, I grab uh, 21. I don't see a need to do it. So if you saw Madden 21, tell me what you think about it. Or if you, at the point right now, you should be getting ready to click one of the four videos there. You can hit up my cash out, which is Carcino, or you can join me on the Patreon. We have a very interesting LeBron situation over there that nobody knew about. So definitely check me out in all these locations. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I'm out.